Hey guys, this is Emma from The Horse Cure, the podcast for those of us who know that horses really are the cure for all that ails you. Today you'll get to hear from Laura Rietbelt of LR Eventing. Laura is a trainer, eventer, and riding instructor, as well as a hostess for LR Eventing schooling shows on her beautiful property in southeastern Iowa. This year, Laura followed a dream and went south for a couple of weeks this winter to ride and show. Laura shares about her time in Aiken, South Carolina, and why it was a great growing experience for her, her horse, and her student. Laura also talks about her love for her off-the-track thoroughbred Rupert and her love for eventing. I had a lovely time talking with Laura, and I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. So thank you very much, Laura. I really am excited. Me too. I really am. Me thank too. you. This will be good. Yeah. And it's a snowy, icky day out, and we're going to be talking about sunshine. Yeah. That part. Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I so, shouldn't have come back. <laughs> I thought you were in Florida, but you were in South Carolina. I was in South Carolina. I was in okay. Aiken. Aiken is like horse central, right? It is so horse central. There's so much you can do in such a small area <laughs> down there. I don't know why I didn't go down sooner. It's it's just the farthest we drove, we probably, we did, we schooled four different places, schooled cross country four different places and went to three different events down there and a schooling show and nothing was more than 18 miles. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the places we went, it was like 10 minutes and you're there. And the horses would, you know, get there and they'd be like, were there already? Or they'd go to a show and um, <laughs> load them up in the trailer and take them home. And they're like, what? We're home already? <laughs> it wasn't a six hour drive or an eight hour drive or... We didn't cross yeah. state lines. Exactly. <laughs> so there's just so many opportunities down there and a super way to, um, you know, get miles on a horse quickly. So what made you choose Aiken? Why did you go to the place you went? So it kind of seems like it's Florida. Like the um, Ocala area in Florida or Aiken, if you want to do eventing. And Aiken just seemed a little closer. Um, a lot of, I know a lot of people from Iowa that go to Aiken, okay. so that helped immensely. I don't know a lot of people from Iowa that go to Florida. And the place where we stayed, that played a big role. Um, we stayed with Megan Marinovich. Marinovich oh, yes. eventing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, she's out by Des Moines, and we stayed with her, and she's got a lovely facility there. She's okay. got, like, I think 100 acres. Oh, um, a few little cross country <laughs> things. She's got a show jumping course set up, and, um, you know, a uh, dressage ring. She's got stables. She's got turnout. And so talking to her a little bit last fall, I was like, okay. And she's down there most of the winter. Mm -hmm. So that played a big part in why go to Aiken versus Florida. So, okay. And I'm glad we went there. I would go back in a heartbeat. It was, it was really beneficial. It was great. So South Carolina, is it the same feel as Ocala? Ocala just seems like, like way up there, you know, like it's so fancy. I don't know if Ocala is. is I I think the Wellington area in Florida. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about because I've never been, but I think Wellington is very... But I don't think Ocala is so much okay. that way. And Aiken, honestly, is so laid back. Is it like, really? kind of thought we'd go down there and there's so much going on. But there was less pressure there, okay. if that makes sense. I don't know if it's because the shows are running one day. You trailer oh. in, you tie to your trailer, you just do your thing and you go home. Okay. But yeah, there was less pressure. Everything seemed more laid back. We really enjoyed it. That's awesome. And did yeah. you stay for a month? Is we right? stayed for two and a half weeks. Oh, okay. So me back in Facebook world thought it was four weeks for sure. <laughs> it, it felt like about a week. Yeah, I'm sure, huh? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, about two and a half weeks. So okay. it's a good 18, 17, 18 hours to get down there. Okay. So day and a half on the road both times. So Okay. And yeah. how many horses did you haul? 
I just held two. Okay. Um, I took my horse and then um, I had a student go with me and mm-hmm. we took her horse as well. So just two. What a neat experience. Okay. And you stayed in motel or you stayed at? We at stayed. Um, yep. We stayed with Megan. She, um, her, they oh, have a house. Nice. So we stayed okay. there. Um, she was super welcoming. Oh. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was really great. Okay. Um, we both took some lessons from her. Um, it was very beneficial. Awesome. Yeah. So, so the whole thing was a good experience. That just sounds like so much fun. And the weather was beautiful. The weather was mostly beautiful. There was one show day um it was 40 degrees and pouring down rain oh ick okay <laughs> so yeah we had we had ick days but for the most part it was beautiful we had days where it was 80 and coming from iowa winter <laughs> and 80 degrees there we're like <laughs> sweltering <Yeah. Right>. sunburn <laughs> but yeah for the most part the weather was beautiful do you clip your horses i did clip my horse okay. um this year i'm so glad i did and like, he didn't have that much hair because i've been blanketing him all winter but i'm so glad i did he would have died brutal winter. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we've got some pretty thick undercoats here. I yeah. Think, so. And just for him, to, you know, just the temperature change, I think. Yeah. If I hadn't clipped him. So what did you do while you were there? Like, take me through, you get there or even like you load it up and I'm sure you were like excited. I would have been just like bouncing off the walls. We loaded up on a Friday afternoon here and um, drove to about an hour south of St. Louis and overnighted. Okay. Horses found a place literally like a mile and a half off the interstate. So super duper easy. Lots wow. of hotels and everything. So yeah, it's nice. a great place to overnight. And then we had a long day the next day ahead of us. Um, we had some truck problems on the way down. Oof. Some wonderful mechanic in Calhoun, Georgia came and saved me, spent four hours of his day oh. trying to patch my truck back together enough to make it another That's 250 awesome. miles to Aiken. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, amazing. So we ended up not getting into Aiken until probably 10 o'clock on Saturday night. Okay. Got the horses settled. Big turnout field they could be out in. They were so happy. And just ran, <laughs> ran, ran. What? It's warm down here and I don't know where we are, but I'm off of the trailer. Um, got down there and um, yeah, just kind of crashed for the night. On Sunday, we got up and kind of decided we'd give the horses an easy day. Um, we just took them for a hack and did a light dressage school on them on Sunday. Um, but some of the people we were down there with, some of um, Megan's um, crew that was down there, they were all schooling cross country that day, and it was about 80 degrees. And so oh, we geez. put on our tank tops and shorts and went and watched <laughs> cross country schooling. Um, so that was good. So the first day was good. And then um, Monday, we took our horses to school cross country um, because neither of them had been out, had schooled at all since last fall. Um, we took them to school because we had our first recognized event on Tuesday. So just kind of throwing them into it. But they were both super. So then we had, we, um, did stable view horse trial on Tuesday, which they run their spring event on a day during the week, which but but down there, like, don't they fox hunt and stuff during the winter? Like, they during the do, week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of horses That's all, so cool. all day, every day. It doesn't really matter what day of the week it was. So, yeah, obviously doesn't affect them much because I'm sure there were over 200 horses entered on a Tuesday. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, Sable View was the first horse trial. Facility is beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Everything's just pristine and immaculate. Wow. Yeah, so super, super show to start off at. My horse, Rupert, had a uh, had a good event. Mediocre, average dressage. He was kind of tense, which is kind of his, you know, 
what he does. Um, <laughs> but then he jumped around clean, show jumping and cross country and um, finished on his dressage score. So I was really happy with him. Awesome. And then Amanda, the um, gal that came down with me, she had never done a recognized horse trial until we went to Aiken. <laughs> she had plans to do them last fall here mm-hmm. and her horse got injured. So oh. she had to scratch both of them <laughs> and she had broken her ankle or broken her foot, I guess, oh, um, this winter. So she hadn't been riding. So literally the two of us and our horses kind of got thrown into the whole thing. <laughs> but she finished on her dressage score in fourth place. So wow. she had a fabulous first yeah, it's first right. event. <laughs> and um, Sableview gives out money if you do well. And I said, oh, oh, just don't get used to that. <laughs> that doesn't happen. But hey, yeah, she, um, so she was just ecstatic. So yeah, she had a really good Really good first event. And we kind of took it easy for a couple of days that week. Did some other cross-country schoolings. The following Sunday, we had a schooling show at um, Full Gallop. What a cool name. Yeah, Full Gallop. <laughs> Such a neat little... Yeah. And Rupert finished on his dressage score again. Which again, you know, Yay! considering where he was this time last year, that's just a huge improvement. Okay. Um, and he finished fourth. And um, Amanda had a couple rails in show jumping, but a great cross-country. She had a super dressage. Um, so... Yep, good weekend there. And then feels like I've been home for six months. <laughs> and it feels like that was a long time ago. <laughs> right. Um got some show jumping practice in. We um I think you did fun like horse stuff. Yeah, obviously. what did my Super Facebook fun, say but... I did? <laughs> I don't remember. I saw a few beautiful drinks that looked sparkly yes, and so, tasty. So um, one day uh, we said the horses really need a day off, and we drove down to um, Savannah and Tybee oh, Island. Cool. Okay. Yeah, it was like Savannah was like two hours. What a neat! I haven't spent a lot of time in that part of the South. Yeah. I was really impressed with it. Like, okay. it's just, it's such a nice area. The people are so nice. And it's just kind of refreshing. And yeah. everybody down there seems to take pride in what they have a mm-hmm. little bit. Maybe yeah. more so than here. Yeah. Like, just, upkeep, you mean? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, the houses are all... And nothing, you know, that extravagant. But mm-hmm. everything's just kept up and pretty. And and it helped that the trees were blooming. <laughs> there flowers, were flowers. And flowering <laughs> shrubs. And it was warm. Yeah. Right. But um, really pretty area the country. Savannah, Georgia was gorgeous. And yeah, then we went and walked on the beach. And, oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're that close to the beach, you have to go to the beach. You have yeah. to go see the ocean. Right. So we took a day trip and did that and had a good time. Is there a good food scene down there too? Yeah. I love food. So I was yeah. just wondering. Aiken itself has some great restaurants. Yeah. Um, just different stuff than <laughs> what you have than what you have here. Okay. So yeah, we ate out probably more than we should have. But you you're do down that. there like so, how often in your life? You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. only money. Here's the <laughs> That plastic thing just keeps working. <laughs> just keep taking it and saying okay. That's not my name. It won't go bad for a long time. Ooh, right? <laughs> but yeah, so we took a trip to um, Savannah. No, that second week we we did a couple couple cross country schoolings. This place called the Vista that is, I guess it's fairly new. It's only been there maybe a few years, okay. um, and it's just pristine. So they've got got kind of a lower level cross country area that's fenced in. It has a water like the beginner oh, nice. novice and novice type fences, maybe yeah. a few little starter fences. They've got a fenced in derby field that is a combination of some show jumps and some cross country jumps, and again separate from the other. And then they've got their bigger field that's um, their training prelims some intermediate and advanced jumps out there and they've got a whole show jumping course set up in a 
sand arena that's just always set that can be schooled. And then the same with a dressage arena. They've got a big full-size dressage arena set up. Everything's irrigated. There's flower. It's just pristine. It looks like a showgrounds um, all the it, time. It does. It's, wow. it's gorgeous. So we schooled there and finished up the uh, trip doing full gallop recognized horse trial. I was on Easter Sunday. Such an odd way to spend Easter. I'm like, what is Easter? <laughs> <laughs> on a horse show. Yeah. It's 80 degrees. <laughs> um, but um, finished up there. Amanda, again, did great. Finished on her dressage score. She moved up to novice. So she did wow. two horse trials of beginner novice, moved up to novice, finished on her dressage score. <laughs> yep. So she's, you know, she's pretty excited about the season. Yeah. Rupert finished on his dressage score and actually ended up winning his division. So. I was going to say, oh, you was, had some yeah, blue ribbon. Yeah. 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 That's and, awesome. Yeah. So he really grew up the time we were down there. I love I that. I hope it pulls stuck around for, you know, Mill Creek in a couple of weeks. But yeah, so I was really proud of him. Yeah. Um, You've been working with him for a long time. I have. I got him as a three-year-old off the track. Did not do anything with him for probably a year. Mm-hmm. I rode him a little bit and then he had some injury to his stifle and he was on stall rest for a while and off for a while and it just <laughs> kind of... But yeah, I've been working with him for been a good solid two years. Okay. More than two years actually, but really competing in the last two years and he's been a challenge. He is definitely a redhead <laughs> with a personality, a bit of a temper, an opinion about everything <laughs> and um, some days I'm like, why do I keep beating my head against a wall? But I, I like like him. You know, he can be just an absolute doll at home. And he gets to a show and, oh my gosh, it's all different. He reacts to change <laughs> so much. But I think he's finally learning how to deal mm-hmm. in a new situation where, you know, maybe it's a little bit stressful. Maybe it's something different or maybe some, you know, little white pony went whizzing past <laughs> him in the warm up. And, and he's so finally offensive. starting to be a little less reactive and okay. figuring out that maybe he can actually go and do his job. Yeah. Without having a meltdown. <laughs> I hope. Now he hope. is important to you, right? I mean, he, I really like him. Yeah. Tell me what why. you love about this guy. I had one like that too. My trouble boy was, he was trouble, but he, he had my heart. He was my yeah, heart horse. No, that's yeah. kind of how this guy is. I, I know, you know, most people are like, why on earth are you wasting your time? <laughs> with him? I'm like, well, I, I enjoy him, you know, yeah. he's one of those, the worst he throws out there. He's never trying to be mean. Mm-hmm. He's just quirky and opinionated and he has a temper and <laughs> gets upset and he holds a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, he just wants to cuddle and he just, you know, he's, he's yeah. just, he's, he doesn't have a mean bone in him. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy him. Nobody else would want him. So I, got, <laughs> so I have to keep him. <laughs> but he, he's definitely been a challenge. I'm sure somebody, somebody that's a better rider than I am, I'm sure could have gotten him a lot farther than he is now, but he's your baby. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. How cool to see your hard work come to fruition though and have that success. Because you guys, like you said, you hadn't ridden all winter. We had a beastly winter. Yeah. No, I hadn't ridden all winter long. And yeah, I was more focused on, can I get him fit enough just by doing trot sets up and down the road? And I really did nothing in the way of training, like true training Mm -hmm. with him before I hauled him down there. I schooled cross country at my place once, I think. I I jumped him maybe a half a dozen times, but more just saying, you know, are you fit enough to... Can you please gallop for a few minutes? Yeah. (laughs) Got him down there. I'm like kind of worried about his fitness. I'm like, oh, you're you're fine. Oh, good. He's fine. <laughs> We're good. So, yeah, nah. Okay. Were there lots of snowbirds down there? Not snowbirds as in like yeah. 
older folks, but like, you know, horsey people. Horsey people. They come, yes. Yeah. From everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Going around just at the events we were at and looking at, especially Stable View, looking at the trailer plates from, yeah. I mean, there are people from, you know, New York and, you know, Vermont and New Hampshire and Maine and, you know, especially kind of that area. Mm-hmm. I assume they go down there for quite a while through the winter. But yeah, a lot of people from Iowa go down. Really? Yeah. So it was fun That's to be down there Iowa. and have familiar faces. Right. You know, so, right. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. But yeah, I'd say there were every bit as many trailers from north uh-huh. as there were from that area, <laughs> that area. of the country. <laughs> yeah. So I would definitely go down again. It was very beneficial and a good kickoff to the season. So kind of get a head start. And it's doable. It was doable. doable. Yeah. That's it, really cool. I ran a bunch of numbers last fall trying to figure out if it was, if we could do it, if I could do it. If, and to do the amount that we did down there in two and a half weeks. It would take probably two months here. Mm -hmm. And I had it all figured up. It would actually be more money and more miles on the truck. Yeah. And that's including the trailering from, you know, Pella all the way to Aiken and back. Mm -hmm. It basically would be impossible to cram that much into a spring around here. Yeah. Because literally you could go a different place every other day and school cross country. And yeah, they've got facilities where you can go school, just show jumping courses. They have this place called Bruce's field and it's just different levels of show jumping courses set up and they have schooling shows every weekend and you oh my goodness, go in and say, I want to go jump this and you pay for your round. You want to do another one? You can pay for that. You know, you don't have <laughs> to, you don't have to, pl- you don't have to have a plan, which is yeah. so nice yeah. instead of saying, well, you have one shot at this show jumping course and <laughs> Hope it goes well. And hope it goes well. <laughs> exactly. Because if it doesn't, you can just pay another 15 bucks or whatever and go yeah. try it again. It's really neat. Yeah. So it's really neat. Yeah. Um, it would be so nice to have more of that kind of stuff around here. And yeah, and it really would. I mean, that would be incredible. And for as many people as went south, it kind of surprises me that maybe they're... Yeah isn't that. Yeah. That's yeah. part of the reason we built the facility that we did. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me more about, tell me more about LR eventing. eventing. Yes. Um, I love your place. It's so beautiful and it's all you, you guys have built this place. And so much of it is Chad. He's been amazing. I mean, we, so five years ago we bought 27 acres of nothing. There was not a fence post on the place. Wow. No house, no nothing. You know, and I it started my business, started teaching and stuff, and it was kind of continuing to grow. And the place we had before was like four acres. I didn't have enough room. I'd really gotten into um, getting thoroughbreds off the track and kind of transitioning them into new careers. And I didn't have the room to bring home a couple new horses all the time. I just didn't have anywhere to put them. So that's why we bought this. And it's kind of just been a, well, maybe we should do this. And maybe we should add this. And maybe <laughs> we should do this. Like it wasn't a plan at all when we <laughs> moved over there, except to have more room, more yeah. pasture space, more, and to put in a really good arena. Which it is. Your arena is, and, and it drains great. well. It drains well. I can yeah. ride in a hurricane up there. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's nice. Yeah. I said, if we're not going to put in an indoor, the outdoor has got to be rideable. Yeah. Most of the time, Most of the time. Yeah. And it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we um, started hosting shows three years ago. I think three years ago, I said, Let's have a couple little like derby type shows. And those went over well. And it's gone from that to now we're hosting spring, summer, and fall, like little mini events at our place. My husband's been amazing. He has built, well, he's built everything. He's built all the fence. He built our house. He built the barn. He built the, I mean, everything <laughs> he's done. And he's built all across country fences. We have starter through novice, couple training level fences back there. And he's built all of those. But yeah, it's gone from, you know, 
Let's host a little schooling show to spring, summer, and fall. Yeah. Many events. Starter through novice. This year we're adding a um, kind of schooling jumper show on Saturday. Because wow. a lot of people were coming on Saturday to school cross mm-hmm. country and then staying overnight. So we do have some stabling. Stabling overnight and then doing the horse trial on Sunday. So I said, well, while they're here, let's throw up a little show jumping course and, and have a little laid back jumper show at different heights and give them something else to do on Saturday. So we're doing that now. So a little bit of a jumper show on Saturday afternoon and then, wow. Yeah. And open cross country schooling and then the show on show on Sunday. So we're doing that next weekend. Yes. And then weekend in July and then a weekend in September. Remember okay. the exact dates, but yeah. So it's exciting. Really good turnout. The spring, not so. It's really good turnout because, you know, it's still snowing outside. But we, you know, we averaged probably 30 30 horses and riders at our shows last year. So it's been really good. That's a good deal. Yeah. And it's been fun. And the people that come are so thankful. And, you know, we have fun doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's fun to see our property having a use. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. And I've usually have two or three or more if time allows and people are interested just open schooling days Mm -hmm. throughout the year so which is so nice because like you were like we were saying there isn't that much here no there's not to go do that there's not so so yeah it's good we've got water we've got some banks a couple ditches working on doing more stuff if the weather would straighten up (laughs) so adding a few more like training type questions and such so okay yeah. So at least that's there to school. I don't know that for my shows I'll ever add training. Mm-hmm. I don't really have enough room. But just so that there's some training questions for yeah. people that are wanting to move up to be able to school. So Wow. Yep. I think that's great. How exciting. Yeah. Okay. And you do training. Do you, you still transition the off the trackers? I do. Okay. I do. Um, I don't have any right now. I need to find some because mm-hmm. I really enjoy them. They've just been fun to work with and gotten a lot of nice ones. And it's fun because most of the people that have bought the restarted thoroughbreds from mm-hmm. me have kept in touch or a couple of my students have bought them. So you can kind of see how they continue to go and grow. Yeah. And yeah, so they're a lot of fun. Off the track horses are, they're fun to work with. Thoroughbreds are neat. <laughs> So that's not a breed. I mean, I've, I I know people who love them, love them. Like I love them and I've never owned one. So I don't know that much about them. But when people talk about thoroughbreds, they love them. Off the track horses get such a reputation for being, you know, kind of loony and high strong and Mm -hmm. I, with the exception of Rupert, the guy that I still have, <laughs> I honestly haven't had one that was really anything, but I mean, they don't know anything. Right. They, they know, you know, run fast, turn left. They, they don't know anything. <laughs> but for the most part, if anything, they're almost lazy. They like don't know how to go forward. They get a little stuck and then, you know, it's a whole new world for them. Somebody riding them a different way that's not a jockey, but oh, most of them have been very sweet, very sensible. They're, you know, they're used to things. They, yeah. They, Commotion yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. No yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there's there's plenty out there that aren't, but I haven't had one, and I've yeah. quite a few. So in general, I think they're they're pretty sensible. What a gift, though! What a gift to be able to provide that for the horse, then for yeah. the next person who comes along too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. not everybody is maybe ready to get that horse from the track. Myself, I would be that person. That would because be they like, definitely uh, don't. Well, they're not necessarily bad. I mean, they don't steer. They just don't know. Steering has been the biggest thing. It's like, <laughs> why? You, you don't, you don't turn. Yeah. You really kind of know this. But. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they definitely don't come knowing much, but mm-hmm. they learn quickly. Yeah. Most of them. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think that's 
that's just great. What do you do now that you're talking? No, that's good. I love it. Now that I'm home, yeah, watch it snow. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, one day it'd be nice if it wouldn't do that anymore. Okay, so I for some reason thought that Rupert's name was Red Sky. I don't know. Well, it is. It is. Oh, Red Sky at morning. Okay, I love it. Show name. I love that name. I call him Rupert. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And he's your, he's kind of your main squeeze. Or are you working with other horses to um, show I've got, the summer? I don't have any projects right now. Okay. Like I said, I need to find some. He's the only one that I have going personally for me. I got three horses in training this Woo! week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have another one coming mid-May. So yeah, I've got, I kind of got my hands full with training horses right now. Okay. Um, but that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. All three of the training horses that um, I've got, two of them I know. One of them is actually a thoroughbred straight off the track. Okay. Um, I get I think she's been off the track for about a year, but just kind of standing around eating grass. So, but she's a pretty thing. Don't think she knows much, but she seems like she's going to be real sensible. She just showed up yesterday, played with her a little bit. Yeah, I think she's going to be good. And then the other two belong to a, a gal that I know, and I know both of the horses. So I kind of got them for a tune-up. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll probably get that throughout the year, probably, too. Yeah, it's kind of hit and miss. It seems like this time of year, people are always, you know, a little bit like, can, can you kind of get my horse going again? Mm-hmm. Lessons lesser in the in the summer and stuff. But, yeah, it's kind of, the training is kind of kind of hit and miss. Okay. Yeah, but, but right now I have three. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. Rains it pours. That's good. Nice. I, yeah, uh, one of the college girls that rides with me in Ames, I teach up in Ames a couple times a month. She's actually going to come down and uh, be my little working student a couple hey. of days a week. So good. I'm thrilled to have her help. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's, she's a great kid. So it'd be fun to have her down and helping me and such yes. a couple of days a week. Get some of these horses worked. So, <laughs> so LR Eventing does do work with ISU, right? You do stuff with the eventing um, team. Yeah, there? some of the event team. Yeah, they've come okay. down. They've done um, a couple of schoolings at my place. Yeah, I need to talk to them about kind of lining up some other mm-hmm. stuff this this year. We haven't really talked much about it this year. Try to kind of help them out a little bit and organize stuff with them. So yeah, yeah. I think that's so neat. Yeah. I don't think they had an eventing team. They had a rodeo team when I yeah, was in no, the college. Yeah, they've got area. that event team now. I think yeah. it's awesome. How many kids are are a part of that. I don't even know. Okay. I, I don't know. I love it though. Do you yeah. think the sport of eventing is growing or staying stagnant or dissipating? I am so new to all of this. It's all like, wow, it's a new world to me. But I, what's it doing out there? I feel like there are more people interested in eventing, maybe more people doing schooling shows and doing schoolings. You know, it's interesting. I went down to the um, area for the USEA annual or Area 4 um, annual meeting that was in um, Kansas City back in January. But, you know, they were kind of talking about numbers that recognized events and how they just keep dwindling because the area has lost some big events just due to lack of entries. And without the entries, there's no money there to put in to improve the event. So, you know, it's kind of a kind of a catch-22. More people would support the event, so the events would be a little bit better, but then the people are complaining that the events aren't bettering themselves, but nobody's (laughs) supporting the event. So I think there's more people that are aware of the sport of eventing and more people wanting to get into eventing, I think, and probably higher numbers at schooling shows, but I think the numbers at recognized events are actually in this area. Other areas, no. But in Area 4... I think the numbers at events are kind of dwindling and going down. I've kind of been brainstorming with some people trying to figure out how do, how do we get those back up? How do we right. get some of these people that are doing all these schooling shows mm-hmm. that just don't want to take that step to spend the money and mm-hmm. go to a recognized event? How, how do we get them to take that step? Because most of the people that have taken that step and said, okay, I'm going to sign up for a recognized event. <laughs> 
go, hopefully have a good experience and yeah. they're hooked. You know. Yeah. It is yeah. a lot of money, but it's a great sport. You know, the amount of work that the organizers put into mm-hmm. hosting those. I mean, it's never gonna be a money making deal. They're right. kind of doing it for the sport. They love it. Yeah. So yeah, can kinda of trying to figure out how to get a lot of these riders that are just doing their schooling shows to go do the recognized and they are expensive. And there is the yeah, you could get eliminated well, you can get eliminated in dressage before you even get a jump. <laughs> right. <laughs> your horse could decide not to jump that first fence. And yeah. So so there's a lot of you know, those are kind of the it's a lot of money to spend on on a big what if. But mm-hmm. I think people that have done enough schooling shows, you know, those are there to prepare the horse a recognized one. Right. And especially, you know, some of these events in the spring, like Mill Creek Pony Club has their event down at Longview Horse Park the second week of May. Mm-hmm. And they host schoolings throughout the spring. So yeah. you can go down there and you can school all the fences before you go down. And, you know, that's a great opportunity to have that first event. Because if yeah. you can go down in school, your horse has been there a little bit. You, know, you have a feel of the jump those fences. Sure. So, you know, you're, you may have a little bit better luck. Your probability of success is maybe a little better if your sure. green horse that hasn't really done any of that has been able to be there in school. So, yeah, so that kind of stuff. I mean, it is an investment. It, I guess it is. But you're investing the time anyway yeah. by doing all the schoolings. And yeah, I, that's, I'm thinking that that is an interesting kind of a quandary. How yeah. do you get and it's to- hard because on top of the entry fees, which they're not cheap and mm-hmm. stabling, it's not cheap. Then you have all your travel and your For hotels sure. and everything, which is where South Carolina, you pay your entry fees. You don't have to pay for stabling. You just tie to the trailer yeah. to one day and it's right. 10 minutes down the road. So <laughs> you don't need a hotel. You don't need. So it's hard in this area because, I mean, the closest event, we have Catalpa Corner mm-hmm. in Iowa City. So, you know, that's that's local. That's close. But the second closest is Longview and it's three Six and a half, four hours. Yeah. So... I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do that in a day, a long, yeah, horse, horrible the, day. Know, the horse trials here run over, typically, they're Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Typically, you have dressage and cross country on Saturday, and then show jumping on Sunday. Some of them are run over three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which makes it even harder, you know? Yeah. You've got more time away. And- but the single days. So in the South, they do a lot more of the single mm-hmm. day opportunities. And yep, yep. I wonder if they could do that more here. I think, yeah, I, I think it's feasible. I think it's something that maybe events could try. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I was a huge fan of that until I went to Aiken this year. I'm okay. Like, Wait a minute. That is really easy. Granted, you'd have your driving and such, but sure. you could drive down on a Friday. You could show on Saturday, drive home on Saturday night. Right. Um, and then you're one you're, evening. You're one night in a hotel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That so is it fair. would definitely save on costs. Well, I hope that because I, you know, being, like I said, incredibly new to the sport, I only was looking at it at all in a couple of years ago and still don't do anything with it other than observe mm-hmm. it and, yeah. and wish. But it seems so accommodating and welcoming. It is. The eventers are so friendly. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be, again, I've only competed in Area 4, a little bit outside of Area 4 here. But then... Down south, too. You're headed out to cross-country, you know, and you're all decked out in your cross-country <laughs> gear. And the people coming off across cross-country are all smiles and, hey, have a great ride. Good luck. You know, everybody's so nice. Everybody's so supportive. Yes, everybody wants to beat somebody else. Sure. But they yeah. want everybody to have a good experience. They want everybody to be safe. They yeah. want everybody to have a good ride. So, right. yeah. And you can use, at the lower levels at least, the horse you have. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. have to you, have you that. You don't have to have a fancy horse. Or the, no. Yeah. And the nice thing is, honestly, that... Little Appaloosa pony can compete at beginner novice with the big fancy warm blood, and the big fancy warm blood might not win. The little, you know, the little Appaloosa 
pony might win, <laughs> and which is again so so great that you yeah. can you don't have to have a high dollar horse to right. be competitive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, you know, again, at the lower levels, you have the tack you have. You don't have to have a saddle exactly. for her. Exactly. You know, I just, exactly. I think that's you can do the whole cool. thing in your jump saddle and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's cool that there aren't, a, well, maybe there are a lot of sports that are that way. I don't know. I just love it. And it tests everything about the horse. Your dressage is helping your, your communication skills. And then you get to go and have fun on the cross country yep. course. And then yep. you have to restrain a little yep. bit. And, yep. I mean, it's just all around. It's a good sport, mm-hmm. you know, in the bond between horse and rider in eventing, I think, you know, needs to be a bit more mm-hmm. than some of the other English disciplines. You know, and any eventers seem, they train their own horses. Mm-hmm. They're not show up at a show and somebody's tacked up your horse and you haven't, you know, really yeah. ridden it. You just ride it at the show once somebody's tacked up and you get on and you do your thing and then you hand it back to your trainer. You yeah. know, eventers don't, they don't do that. They take care of their horses. You have to be able to They're, ride to stick yeah, to a lot that, of that. That's just so, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have to know your horse. Right. Yeah. Right. So, Yeah. Well, good. No, I'm it's really, a good sport. Yeah. I love that. I'm, I'm excited for, yeah, the sport and for, I don't know, for riding season, if it ever shows up here mm-hmm. in Iowa. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> it's supposed to be better. <laughs> and then hopefully it will stay better. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I think that's kind of all I've got for you. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I love it was it. super yeah. talking to you. Yeah. I think no, this is just so fun. To South Carolina. Yes. Thank you so much, Laura. I had a great time talking horses with you. I find it incredibly encouraging when people set goals and follow passions. Stretching ourselves can be scary, but it's good to stretch. Laura's got info on what she does on her Facebook site, LR Eventing, and is super responsive via messaging and always willing to help. I hope you enjoyed our conversation and were encouraged to get out there and challenge yourselves. Thank you for listening to the Horse Cure Podcast, the podcast for those of us who know that horses really are the cure for all that ails you. You can find more information about each episode and more podcasts at thehorsecure.com and by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 